Episode 13 on the Shine Podcast is all about budgeting and setting yourself up for success with the money you have. You're listening to the Shine Podcast. Whether it's business or personal growth, we believe in shining bright, encouraging women through conversations, tips, tricks, and resources along the way. Keep shining with host Shauna Starr, business owner, photographer, pink hair enthusiast. When she's not working, you can find her at the gym, the beach, or with her little dog, Murphy. Hope you're ready to smile, sparkle, and shine. I'm extremely excited about this week's topic, and most of you may hear the word budget and immediately check out and be tempted to quickly stop listening. Maybe you've never done a budget, you don't find it as thrilling, and maybe understanding your money is too scary, so you'd rather just not know. Or it might make you cringe, assuming that if you do, you're going to have less money to spend on something fun. Or you might even realize your spending habits are way more scary than you thought. But I want to really encourage you to follow through and actually at the end of you learning your budget, it means you'll have more available money for the fun things and you're paying your future self, setting you up for good financial future. I'm also including in the notes my worksheet for Mac or PC and also graphics with categories to help you think of all of your fixed and not fixed expenses. I'll be including these at devistaphotography.com slash blog slash budget 101. You may find your money will start to work for you and you won't be left wondering where all your money went because you told it exactly where to go. All right, that alone makes me excited. Let's dive in. I do want to say this topic isn't just for entrepreneurs alone, although it is a great way to see in no uncertain terms how much money you need each month for just the basics of living before you jump into a full-time entrepreneurship or maybe even start to pay yourself if you haven't begun to do that. It's for every single person. That's right tons of money or low income, you should have an idea of what you're really spending your money on. First, let's talk about how an outline of any budget normally looks. It normally gives a fixed and not fixed expense spreadsheet. This is a great way to see the bare minimum you need each month just to get by. When you do the Excel or numbers download that I'm offering, you'll see a space for each kind of expense and amount made. It's pretty simple once you get the hang of it, and once you figure figure yours out, it's done. You just need to fill it in. Fixed expenses look like your rent or mortgage, your car payment. Some utilities can fall under this, your insurance, health, car, business, etc. Your loans, your debt, or what you're paying towards your credit cards, your phone, medications, your subscriptions like iTunes and Netflix, and things like gym, massage, and also your savings. Things on your not fixed expenses may look like groceries, although this one can be watched closely and tightened up if possible, your fuel, your dinner and date and movies, doctor visits, Amazon. I actually threw that one in there because I found myself spending a little too much there at one point. Things like kids and school functions and membership, and even a miscellaneous for those extra items you know you need a little wiggle room for. And of course, it also includes income. Don't forget the income of multiple income sources. Many are fixed, but don't forget to add in bonuses. And even if you're not paying yourself much from your side hustle, that still is included. So as the months go by, you can push to pay yourself more. However, if you're not paying yourself from your side hustle, it stays in the separate account and it needs to be in a separate account, by the way, then leave this one until you do pay yourself. 
That alone may have seemed like a daunting laundry list of things to write down, and you may not even be taking notes. And that's okay, because like I said, I'm going to be offering it in that graphics and Excel and numbers spreadsheet. So you'll have most, if not all, of what you need right there. You'll also be able to add in specifically what you need. The great thing about budgets is once you do see your habits month to month, it becomes easier to tighten up in certain areas and and let loose a little bit on others. You'll also know how much money you need to have and how much you have left over and you can save. Ah, yes, savings. I told you we'd come back to this topic. First, if you do not have a separate savings account, it is a must. If you have it under your checking, you will never see that number go up. We tend to live in, or a lot of us over, the budget we have. So having a separate account that you don't actually touch unless you absolutely need it is best. Think keep checking low, keep savings high. And I suggest keeping in your checking still a little extra in case of emergencies, but make sure that your savings account grows each month. Savings also can be separated into different categories from emergency fund to short-term savings, retirement investments, etc. If you don't have extra cash aside, the first step is just simply to get one savings account set up. There are so many accounts out there. You can look past just your bank because I am going to suggest you look for a high yield interest account that will give you more money than the average bank will. So check out the rates today. Compound interest is a beautiful thing and a good buddy of yours. So look into those high yield accounts because you might as well be making more money as it sits in a savings account just waiting for you. I suggested earlier that savings should actually be under fixed expenses, but there are exceptions and I'm actually one of them. Most of what I have for income isn't fixed, which means my savings sometimes fluctuates. Now, don't get me wrong, I actually always try to put as much as I can, and I always try to play a game with, what did I put in last month? I'm going to put in more this month. I win against me. It might seem silly, and the more I've read about savings, the more I see experts in the field speak against this way, as most will just see the extra in their checking and spend it, and end up not putting any money in their savings in the first place. So if this is you, I highly suggest making savings a fixed expense that comes out automatically and goes into that account each month. Out of sight, out of mind, you won't even miss that money in a couple months. And it doesn't even need to be hundreds a month to make a difference. I mean, if you can, do it. If your budget is too tight already, try just putting $20 in each month. It will make a difference when life throws something at you to pay for that you didn't expect. And unfortunately, that's going to happen. Like I said, eventually this can be different from your emergency fund. And most people recommend about three to six months of bills saved up. And then another savings for big time savings. If you don't have any savings though, like I said, just get the one for now. You're going to be so glad you have savings when, like I said, life does throw something in our way in an unexpected cost. Or for those who have one, saving up for a particular trip, purchase, or expense that we have our eyes set on. Living under your means is the goal. One reason for a savings account separate is we tend to see our money in that one account and use it. But a separate account is like paying your future self and living within your means and fully understanding where your money is going and having control over where it's going. Credit cards. 
Now, I know a very popular and great way to help people with high debt or people who are unable to handle credit cards is to just get rid of them completely. And I've had some in-depth conversations with men and women regarding this topic. And although it does work to get rid of debt, I still love the ability that credit cards give us. We need good credit in this country. So I actually use my credit card just like I would a debit card, pretty much. And that is, if I don't have the money in my account, I don't make the purchase and I also pay it off within that month. I also really do like the points depending on which one you choose that I receive for my card. And a lot of places actually require a credit card to rent from them, like a car rental. Again, there are exceptions to every rule, but if used correctly and wisely, one or two credit cards can be a great friend of yours, but you don't need 15 or whatever's in your wallet. Just stick to that one or two and find what works best for you. Let's talk about four ways you can save today and maybe even make a little bit of money within the month if you follow these steps and budget accordingly and honestly, because if you make up these numbers, it's not going to help you in the end. Number one is that savings account again. Yep, we're going to talk about it again. If you use yours under your regular bank, because let's face it, it seems easier. One thing to do, like I said before, is to look at what your other options are. You might notice you get paid interest in that account. Woohoo! But most regular banks are paying you next to nothing, like pennies. This is one way you can get your money to work for you. Find a high yield interest savings account. These numbers go up and down throughout the years and even the months, but you can be making, depending how much you're running into the savings, a couple thousand extra per year by just having that interest roll in. I mean, you might as well be making money on the money just sitting there. I know this might seem like just another task, but it is so worth it. And they do make it easy to now push all of your savings into a different account. Number two, and actually, this is usually the first thing I suggest when I help people with their budget. And this is no more going out to eat. Okay, so not no more going out to eat, but we're definitely going to limit that. Limit using going to coffee shops daily and quick snacks at the gas station. And like I said, not no more, but try to limit to once a week if you go several times a week or even once a month. While I know there are times that we all need to stay sane and just have a nice dinner out, I do suggest for one month recording how much you spend on going out to eat without changing your habits. I know this is actually different during this particular time, but normally this expense hurts to see. Now I know it's a lot if you aren't eating at home, and I know groceries are an upfront expense, but eating at home will not only save you hundreds, yes, hundreds a month if you go out to eat often, but it's also healthier and it goes further. Every expert I've ever read from agrees, so I'm not feeding you just crap on this, okay? You won't be showing me your budget, so be honest about those pennies. So in a few months, you can tell it where to go in your savings, or maybe to get something new while shopping. Number three is to allow for a spontaneous activity. You probably didn't expect that, but I am tight on my budget, but there's always days where a friend asks me out and I realize not only is my time more important to be flexible when it's good for my soul, but so is my wallet. I don't go crazy by any means, but having a little lax in your budget, even if it's like 50 to to $100, 
will help you want to stay on track because you're still getting to do some things you enjoy and you don't feel like it's just saying no to every single opportunity you come across. Maybe say yes to that movie date, but no to getting the treats and drinks. Psst, you did grocery shop, remember? So you should have some extra treats to stash in your purse. You're welcome. Number four is investment. Now this is a whole nother topic and has so much depth in it. So I'm not gonna get into all of that, but if you are interested, I cannot stress enough to find what fits you and your family's budget best, but just know that I believe in it. Most corporate offices do offer retirement, which if so, take advantage and try to throw in the max amount each month. Or if not, if it's an IRA, stocks, or another high-yield account, seriously invest your time so you can invest in your future. All I can say again is compound interest should be your homeboy. Now, it might just seem like another list to do on your already maxed out brain power of the day that already slips by, but your money is important. And to have money not be a constant worry, a little bit more stress-free you'll be a little more free to use it for you, knowing confidently when you can do fun activities. And once you start saving, feel like there's money when life throws the not so fun expenses your way. I also don't want you to feel overwhelmed that you have another Excel spreadsheet or anything else to fill out each month. I know it can be a lot, but I do suggest it for at least six months without forgetting. That way you can adjust your numbers, get everything down, and work towards tightening up, and you'll really have a more accurate representation of your spending habits. It'll become more intuitive the longer you do it, and then if you forget to track for a couple months after that, it's okay. Come back to the worksheet to adjust again, tighten, change, and see the progress. I also do have to throw in a statement about married couples. Although either spouse can handle the money, more often than not, the men tend to handle the money. I am seriously advising against not having a hand in finances. Learn where your money is going. This doesn't mean you even have to look every single time he sits down to, but learn it. Not only should you learn it in case anything does happen health-wise, but also because as part of the team, you could have fresh eyes of where budget can be pulled in tighter. Without failing... Every single woman's finance book mentions this, and I cannot tell you this enough. Learn your finances, even if your spouse is a money whiz. I really believe in mentors, and some of mine are actually my mom and my stepdad, and I went over this whole podcast with them to make sure I wasn't missing any basics to share with you guys today. And Bob actually left this little nugget for you guys. You don't get rich by paying interest. You get rich by earning interest. If you do own a business, the first thing I suggest right now is to get a CPA and an accountant. They can be involved as little or as much as you'd like, but one thing I know is I don't know it all. And to have someone help you even before you start making money is a smart move to help you save money in the long run and to help with taxes, which personally is a huge weakness anyway. And at the end of the year with my budget numbers, they're the ones that can tell me with full confidence where I can save money too. If you want more from this episode, please do head to the notes. I have those downloads just for you, and I made them so you can have them. You can head to devistaphotography.com slash blog slash budget 101 for your budget worksheet and also some books I suggest to help you get motivated and get going and the graphics PDF so that you can get all your expenses and income down in one place. 
I know budgets can seem overwhelming and sometimes it really is just easier to just not try to spend money and not even look at a worksheet or fill it out. But this will help you feel like you have more control over the money you have, telling it where to go, and hopefully being able to save up for the future as well. Thank you for tuning in today, and I do hope that this helps you guys in the future as well. If you do have more in-depth questions about budgeting or any other topic, don't hesitate to shoot me an email. I also can always expand on any one of these podcasts to go into more depth for you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Shine Podcast. If you loved today's episode, share it with a friend. For show notes or any notes from past episodes, head to DaVista Photography, that's D-A-V-I-S-T-A photography.com forward slash blog for downloads, codes, and more. And as always, be the light the world needs. Smile, sparkle, and shine.